0: Hey everybody, welcome to the Local Business Hacks Podcast. I'm your host, Carl Case, and I'm on a mission to help you. Every week, we're gonna be talking to local business owners and experts to get their best tips, tricks, and hacks to grow your business. This show's designed to teach you, inspire you, and motivate you to take massive action and start to build your future-proof business. Whether you're just starting off or you're taking your existing business to the next level, this episode is for you. So let's get started. Good afternoon and happy Monday, listeners. My name is Carl Case, Head of Business Development at Referizer. I am joined today by Jennifer Lutensky. Jennifer, tell the world about you and your story. Take it.
1: Hi, Carl. Nice to be here. Um, My name is Jennifer. I am a wellness coach, Reiki master healer, meditation instructor, personal trainer, all things. Um, in Chicago. So I was previously in corporate America, but left that to pursue a wellness full-time. I've been working in both worlds for about six years. So I finally took the full-time leap and am now doing this uh, full-time kind of a mix of the meditation, Reiki world, and then personal training right now. So I had a long career in logistics, but from what I found there, a lot of my time was of trying to find that balance of like work and personal life and trying to figure out like how am i going to live my best life with um not feeling like so stressed out and like everything was coming down on me and i've been active for a really really long time i ran high school track and cross country uh, stayed active in college but afterwards i started really getting into like group fitness which is kind of like the door gateway into this whole world of things i started off getting into classes and then i was like oh i could do this i could do this and ended up getting my yoga teacher certification back in 2018 so i ended up doing that which kind of spiraled into reiki meditation and all the other things layering onto it so i mean i think once you get like a crack in the door open it kind of opens your eyes to all these other things that you didn't know were there um, so I've kind of, you know, exposed myself to all things wellness related, and I found a, a ton of benefit within Reiki, especially during the pandemic, which is uh, energy healing, for those of you that are not familiar, but um, it's a holistic energy practice, and it treats the mind, body, spirit, all things at once, so it kind of just makes you feel really grounded and really safe. Uh, comfortable, relaxed, it helps reduce stress and a lot of things. And I, I swear that that was the one thing that got me through, like living alone in Chicago in the pandemic, um, was meeting up with people virtually doing this, which you'd think that like, that is not a thing that you could virtually do, but you definitely can. And I found it to just be like really helpful and grounding and relieving a lot of the anxiety that I know that we had from work, but from like day-to-day life and like all the unknowns that were happening around us. So, um, in my business, I a variety of things. So hosting, you know, Reiki trainings where I teach other people to be Reiki healers. So level one is your own, like, learning how to heal yourself. Level two is learning how to heal others in person. And then the master level also takes you into where you can do things digitally and then teach other people how to do Reiki. So um, that as well as some corporate meditation stuff are like the two main focuses from that side of things. And then I personal train in group settings as well here in Chicago. Um, So that's kind of like a mix of of where I'm at right now. So it's been a road of kind of just like sparking my interest and taking things that I found to be helpful in my life and then helping others to find ways to use those practices in their own lives. So I kind of find a balance of the two of the fitness and the like yin-yang side with um, Reiki and meditation that I find both to be helpful with one another where you can't really necessarily Go all in on fitness and not work on like your mind and your stress relief and things like that because fitness is only going to do so so much, and you need other practices to help yourself feel calm and centered.
0: So I want to transition a little bit into what we ultimately have this podcast for, which is local business hacks. So in your experience, you've been in the wellness space now for quite some time. It seems like you've handled a lot of different aspects of it from being a a brand ambassador of a clothing brand in the wellness space to being a coach at one of the most well-known group fitness boutique gyms in, in the world, headquartered in my backyard. I can imagine that you have some stories that you're constantly reminded of and can share with other people. So I welcome you to use this as your way to tell me a few or one of those stories that stands out that ultimately taught you a lesson that Maybe you wish that you knew 10 years before that or yesterday even.
1: I think living in a big city has kind of like opened my eyes to a lot of things that I think I wouldn't have necessarily seen. Should I be residing elsewhere? So, I mean, that's, that's part of it of where like, I just have so many like different gyms and studios and options for different things to see. But I would, I would say, um, What I wish I would have known like before is just wherever you're living, just really kind of trying to find that community of wherever it is that feels like home to you. Because I think the biggest thing that a lot of adults, once they have a family settled down, or even if they don't, but it's trying to find that like routine that works for them of level of activity that is sustainable and that they're going to stick to. I've never been one who's been gonna go to a big box gym and sit there and like lift weights and not have someone tell me what to do I've done better in group settings any of it um I just I'd rather because I mean otherwise I'll go to the gym I'll set the treadmill at a six and I'll just no, run right. for 30 minutes and I'll be like it's great some people are self-motivated with that but I think the community aspect in any of it in whatever that you do find is is optimal to keep yourself motivated and I think like The biggest thing with a lot of that, too, is sticking to that routine and finding what works. And if it's a balance of multiple things, too, that's cool, too, because I always think that seeing people at Orange Theory, especially runners, are very stubborn and are very goal-oriented, which is great. But you also need to make sure that you are treating your body kindly and teaching teaching it other ways to help recover so if you're doing yoga if you're doing stuff like that like a lot of people can't even like touch their toes and they're always like Jennifer you're so flexible and I'm like right but I had a yoga background like you have to think about it that way right yeah. so I have a yoga practice that I keep up with that helps me to run better and I think the two like balance each other out where it's like it turns into this thing of where we think that like because I'm a guy or because I'm a runner, you know, I I'm not a yoga person, you know, like yeah, everyone can be a yogi and a yogi doesn't have to be like sitting in this like crazy posture. It's just like moving your body in a way that's going to help loosen things up, stretch things out and keep you more mobile as you pre- proceed forward into into adult life. So I think that like that's probably one of the biggest things and even you know, it here I found like so many great connections through even like running shoe stores and stuff like that, where the public group runs and a lot of that stuff. And it's like, find a way to meet people that you're going to enjoy spending time with. Because often, especially as we found in the pandemic, if things are shut down, like the sometimes those are the only people that you're seeing in a day when you can't get out of your house otherwise. Right. So find something that like works for you and that's going to be sustainable. And do I think that I'll run until I'm in my 80s? I don't know, maybe I would love to, but it's like finding that balance of things that like works and that continues to keep you motivated day in and day out, right? So whether it's five days a week or three days a week or whatever that balance is, it's like keeping up with that stuff and, and really finding where you fit in. I would say that's the biggest thing of like community and being open to trying stuff I think it's like being open to putting yourself in situations of where you're going to be out of your comfort zone you're going to try something new you're going to try class that you might not love or a type of studio or a type of reality that like you've never done just try it um I think it and you don't ever have to go back a lot of places offer free stuff for your first class your first week your whatever sometimes their first month or it, it varies by wherever you're going but Um, I think that that's one of those things too, is like, even as an adult finding that curiosity to continue to open ourselves up to new and we always get stuck in our routines. So I think it's, it's, it's finding, finding that and finding what works.
0: You don't know till you know. Exactly. Well, that's awesome. I, uh, I I remember the first time that I jumped into a Pilates class. Reformer
1: or like a mat class?
0: No, a reformer. I was given a. Real, real rude awakening.
1: Yeah, those are uh, humbling. And you're like, I'm in shape. This is great. And then you're like, I am not. My core sucks. And I cannot do any of the things that this woman is telling me to do. And you're just like, I might vomit. And it's not moving that fast. Put the but words like, out of my mouth. Yeah, so those are more humbling than we care to admit oftentimes. But um, fun to go to and to wrap into the routine.
0: Yes. Yeah, so moral of the story is if the culture doesn't fit you, make a change immediately because it's most likely to mm-hmm. adapt to you. Surround yourself around people that are loved and appreciated in the same way that you are and the things that you talk mm-hmm. with because you'll create everlasting long term relationships that you yeah. know, those people become your best friends and whatever. But you have a premise behind something that you both love. Yeah. Uh, and lastly, God bless you people in corporate America. Please make sure that you're making an impact in the things that make you and drive your motivation. Because if that's not making the impact, then you probably are in the wrong place. For cool. sure. I agree. You know, I agree a thousand percent. Jennifer, unfortunately, we are out of time for today's episode. So I want to, thank, you. I want to thank our listeners for joining in and yes. your, your inspiring story. Thank
1: you so much. I appreciate it you asking me to be here and I will be sure to catch your podcast from last week to find out the story about, about your own journey. So I'm excited to hear more over there.
0: Awesome. Thank you, everybody. We'll see you on next week's episode. Thank you so much. That's it for this week's episode. I hope you found it helpful. Be sure to head over to our site, local-business-hacks.com to check out the show notes and send me questions or ideas for future episodes. If you want to grow your business, just like the people you've heard from here, Follow Local Business Hacks podcast and tune in for new tips, tricks, and tactics. Until next time, thanks for listening and keep hacking.